Hello fellow nerds, welcome to the Captain's Quarters, the unofficial Star Trek rewatch podcast where we are re-watching the entire Star Trek franchise, starting at the beginning of the official chronology, going series by series. My name is Gabe, and I'm with my co-captain, Jason. Make it so, Jason. How are you? Penultimate episode. That's right. It's kind of scary. We're talking about Star Trek Enterprise Season 4, Episode 21, called Terra Prime. And like Jason said, there's only one more episode after this one in this entire series. And it's been it's been a long road to quote uh, the theme song <laughs> from getting from there to here. Yeah, or exactly. Here to there. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about the episode. I'll give the synopsis, and we can get into it. All right. So here we go. Engage. This is this is part two of a two part little arc involving a group called Terra Prime, a xenophobic terrorist organization, really, on Earth, trying to stop a coalition of different species and planets that's being held on Earth by Starfleet. And in the last episode, T'Pol and Tucker were were captive, or, or were held captive by Paxton, the leader of Terra Prime, so in this episode, they remain captives. Uh, Paxton is broadcasting his demands on all channels and frequencies. Paxton's action has an unsettling effect on the Interspecies Conference, since it is clear that not all humans support it. On Mars, Paxton allows T'Pol and Tucker to see their baby, and T'Pol uses her scanner to learn that the child is, is unwell and that Paxton has been using Rigelian gene therapy to treat himself. Seeking to fine-tune their attack, Paxton then threatens to Paul in order to force Tucker to optimize the targeting system of the array. Enterprise is then ordered to Mars to destroy the array, but it is turned away when a warning shot from the weapon damages the ship, Gannett Brooks, now in the brig, reveals to Ensign Mayweather she is a Starfleet intelligence operative and that Terra Prime probably has an operative on board. Under the urging of Minister Samuels, the crew of Enterprise conceives a way to approach the deadly station undetected using a shuttle pod hidden inside the tail of a comet. Captain Archer elects to lead the away mission along with Lieutenant Reed, Dr. Flox, and Mayweather. En route, the shuttle systems suddenly fail, nearly causing it to crash. Landing on Mars, the team then infiltrates Paxton's ship. Teaming up with Tucker, who has escaped his cell, they battle the Terra Prime followers in the control room. During the shootout, Paxton manages to lock the firing sequence. Fortunately, Tucker has altered the targeting, and the beam misses. With Paxton under arrest, the hybrid child named Elizabeth, after Tucker's sister, is brought to Phlox, who unfortunately cannot do anything to save her. Investigations also reveal that Ensign Massaro was a spy, and he dies by his own hand. Back at Starfleet, Archer makes an impassioned speech to convince the delegates to, delegates to explore the universe's mysteries together. <laughs> 
So, Jason, what'd you think, buddy? Um, so, you know, when we, um, talked about, uh, that Manny Cotto, that Manny Cotto had passed away and we were trying to think of like some of the best episodes that he's written, mm-hmm. um, boy, it's, it's going to be really hard to follow up with this episode, um, as a finale, um, in, in many ways, um, Agreed. That, yeah, this, I mean, the the sadness that I have for both the, for both T'Pol and Tucker, um, and losing their child, um, and then just at the end where, where they finally stop Terra Prime and announce, you know, and they go announce to the delegates, I almost thought that it was like, you know, the establishment of the United Federation of Planets. Um, but I guess we'll see that in the next step in the, in the finale, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, this was, I'm glad we reserved, you know, our opinion till now about Manny Cotto's like best episode. Cause while he's had so many, while he has had many, um, this one is totally, totally right up there, if not one of the best episodes of Star Trek Enterprise. And to me, this 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 is the finale. This would be the series finale. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. It was um, very strong. You know, the two like guest stars, Peter Weller mm-hmm. and Harry. Groner? Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yep. Just very strong actors. Um, th- th- I, I feel like they they really uh, kind of held this episode. Um, I, I, I don't know. I thought that both of them were just fantastic. Uh, wasn't familiar with either of them before this episode. I know you told me that Peter Weller was Robocop. Yes. Which I still can't believe... Even even after our last podcast episode and watching this one, watching him, I was like, I just can't believe it. It just seems too old. You didn't go back and YouTube the, some of those videos? I should have, yeah. But um, but then also the like the idea of the shuttle pod writing the tale of the comet. Yeah. I thought that was really kind of ingenious. <laughs> And um, yeah, and then just a very emotional episode. Yeah, surra- surrounding the baby, and then some good world building too, because y- you know they uh, initially flocks, and everyone thought that the human Vulcan DNA was incompatible, mm-hmm. but it turned out that it was just a. Um, a flaw in the cloning method. Yeah. And uh, I just thought, I mean, I, I don't remember who is half human, half Vulcan later in later series, Spock. but I assume Spock. Spock. Okay. Okay. I'm sure you've told me that. I don't know if I like knew that. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah. Spock. I mean, you know, I was like, oh, 
They're gonna. Tr- oh, okay. It's gonna be interesting how they write that one. But that made sense that it was the um, the flaw in in the um, in the cloning. Right. Yeah, because because at first when he said humans in Vulcan DNA aren't compatible, I was like, wait a minute. I swear, Jason told me. Yeah. There was one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and so i don't know the though i guess maybe one like criticism would be i just thought it was maybe a weak argument that they cloned the kid to convince everyone like I think I think what what Paxton says is like this is your genetic heritage being erased. He sh- like cuz he broadcast when he's doing one of his broadcasts, yeah. he shows the Vulcan human baby. Yeah, he says, shows Elizabeth, yeah. Yeah, he goes, this is what's at stake. You're I mean, so was he saying like okay, Vulcans can can mate with humans. Humans are going to be eradicated. Yeah. By by breeding with Vulcans, yeah. well, I don't know. In, in, in alien in alien terms, right? Um, you know, oh man, I really don't want to go into this. <laughs> okay. No, 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 because there's because there is this parallel, right? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use very general loosey-goosey broad terms here but this in a way in my mind this in a way if you took the alien away from it okay okay so this is in a way a lot of like 1940s earth history 1930s 1940s of blemishing Let's say you have a place and you are blemishing and you want to rid this place and create the superior in in some person in somebody's view the superior race and you don't want mm-hmm. to have any mixed blood as much as possible mm-hmm. right yeah and that is that that argument that 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 sentiment playing out just in space like you know one of the guys in the last episode said you know i don't want to be walking around with aliens or half human half aliens and it should be all human on earth and etc etc and that's the that's the that was that sentiment that um that xenophobia there playing out and so i thought that was that's exactly what encapsulated that point was you know this just so happened to be vulcan and human but you know you can talk about half klingon half human half you know romulan half human or whatever the case might be and it just you know and it it scares a lot of it's it can scare some people and that's why i think it hit quite a nerve for me anyways right yeah yeah I actually had to go watch that part twice because ah. 
um, when he does that, it it is a like he is hacked into the broadcast, and and so everyone's kind of scrambling to to be like, hey, turn it off or what's going on, and they're kind of talking over what he's saying, because um, I missed it the first time. I was like, okay, so it was to Paul and Tucker's DNA, mm-hmm. but she never birthed the child. Mm-hmm. It's not some weird thing like that going on that they're not telling us because they alluded to that in the last episode, like maybe to Paul's hiding something. Right. Um, but, uh, I was like, why, why did they clone it? It, it seems so counterintuitive because if Paxton is so xenophobic, why would he be cloning Vulcans? He was using, um, but you know, you, he was using that as an example of like to scare people. Yeah. But the, th- I just, to me, it didn't hit until I kind of rewatched it because I would, I would assume at this point, you know, 130 years in the future, um, the hu- humans on Earth, I would think, would be a little bit more like homogenous with globalization and genes mixing, ah. um, and and certainly attitudes around that would. I, I would think just naturally be different because a lot of cultural norms around like keeping genes within certain I don't I don't know uh, groups mm-hmm. you know quote pure I feel like have things have changed and and you know um, and and I and like I obviously these Terra Prime people are are xenophobic, but they seem to be a minority. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. that the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I but you know like the Zindi attack. The Zindi attack did maybe like galvanize some of that that xenophobia yeah. on Earth. So maybe there's more people who would be freaked out by it. But it still didn't seem like maybe the most like compelling argument to broadcast to everyone on Earth. Because it seemed like ninety percent of people wouldn't be like, okay, so yeah, great, it's a Vulcan human hybrid. I, sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so I'm glad that I, I'm glad that you I I'm glad that you're so optimistic. Because when I watched that scene, I was like, yeah, I could definitely see. Right, so there is that globalization that globalization right that you were talking about, like mm-hmm. there. Yeah. yeah, you know everybody's you know marrying one another and and, and it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, I was, I'm also you know I was also thinking to myself that well there are some people, no matter how far in the future that we're talking about, there are probably still some people that has said okay yes we'll go this far, but but then to push. Mm-hmm. The boundary right and say and i'm not yeah. arguing for it i'm just saying my point is there are those probably you know with the small c conservative mm-hmm. folks on earth in the future yeah will only push it so far and that they're you know okay yes human to human that's great but human to alien that's you know i i i could see that debate playing out yeah. In the future. I get right? it. Right? I get it. Yeah. For sure. Makes but sense. I'm glad I'm so I'm I'm really glad that you had such a 
optimistic, positive, like, oh, you know, it's 21, it's January 20, January 22nd, 2155 that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, kumbaya with, and the, the other thing though, too, is how many though, it doesn't explicitly say how many different aliens are on earth. We can probably assume Vulcans and Denobulans and, mm-hmm. but how many others are yeah. Roman? Yeah, good question. At the moment, we don't know that. We don't. I, I, yeah, we, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, it can't be too many though, right? Because this series started with them not knowing what a Klingon right. was, <laughs> so you couldn't be rubbing elbows with too many other species without like knowing what a Klingon was. Right. So that's why I yeah. also thought that maybe at this point, yes, there are some alien species, but not to the point where it's like where it is that common to have mm-hmm. those kinds of relationships. Right. Okay. Um, Jason, what's the difference between a comet, a meteor, okay, and a meteorite, and an asteroid? <laughs> Do you know? Uh, yeah. So, um, an asteroid is uh, a, a rocky, rocky, <laughs> okay, rock type object that orbits yeah. a sun okay oh okay a comet is a ball mm-hmm. and for lack of a better term a ball yeah of ice and dust and you know that orbits the sun okay okay a meteoroid is a small chunk of an asteroid or a comet. Okay. Okay. And a meteor is a streak of light. um, Okay. Seen... Oh, man. Um, Okay, so, okay. Uh, Let me back up. Okay, yeah. it's It's a light, and usually like a streak of light, in the atmosphere, okay. yeah. when a meteoroid burns up upon entering the atmosphere. Okay. So, could it, if an asteroid broke free of its orbit and plummeted towards Earth, would it become a comet or it'd still be an asteroid? It would still be an asteroid. So, the lack of ice yeah, is I think mostly so. what yeah. would make it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And usually All it's right. not I mean, I'm not going to say, I mean, the I mean, my sorry to the dinosaurs, but it's usually a chunk. It's usually not mm-hmm. a whole asteroid, but um there is evidence to, I mean, I mean, you know, it did happen. Um mm-hmm. um to the dinos. 
So, yeah, it mm-hmm. can happen, obviously. So we have – a lot of times we have – I think it's Jupiter that we have a lot to thank for. Because Jupiter is so massive and so huge and it has such a large um, right, large uh, gravitational pull that it usually mm-hmm. yeah. pulls and deflects um, asteroids right. from striking the Earth. Right. That, those are good questions because, man, you were really pulling my – my astronomy <laughs> i'm like and please someone tell me if i'm wrong but i'm that's what i remember from astro astronomy yeah. 101 from way back in the day well i really enjoyed the scene with the shuttle pod uh-huh. traveling yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the tail of the okay, comet yeah, that's where i thought you were going and it was it was all blue and i so assume it was ice yeah so it was a comet yeah I thought that was a really cool idea and a really cool scene. Um, I just thought that was really inventive. I just really enjoyed that yeah. a lot. So, I'm I'm amazed. Then, I was amazed at how like a shuttle pod could. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. That like how advanced technology that the shuttle pod could follow the tail of a comet. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I still think of it like. You know, I know we're in in the twenty second century, and we've had help from the Vulcans in space technology and stuff like that. But I still thought I was like, oh, you know, I was, you know, I thought they were going to be in for a rougher ride. Sure. Yeah. And then even even the comet crashes, and yeah. they kind of emerge from the yeah the impact. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool. Another thing I thought uh, was cool about that, because, so because T'Pol, Tucker were captive, Archer, Reed, Mayweather, and Flocks are on this away team, because of that, Sato is at the helm. Is at the helm, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wow, she's in the chair. <sighs> that was kind of badass. Yeah. I thought that was, I really enjoyed that. It was. It fit her well. I thought it suited her. Yeah. Well, I mean, in uh, the Terran know. Empire, I mean, she becomes the emperor, uh, the empress of Earth. Right, so right, you know, right. finally give her due as captain of the Enterprise for at least a little bit. Yeah, maybe they were priming us with that mirror episode for this. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so the one thing that I I wanted to bring up was. How? What did you think of them writing in that Paxton is a huge ass hypocrite? Oh, is a huge hypocrite. Oh, yeah. I thought that was. I thought that was good because it was sort of, sort of to my point last episode, just about them exploring, <clears throat> like the philosophy and stuff like that, and. And in this case, you know, to Paul pointed out to him point blank, like, like you're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just a good way to, to blend the philosophy, but also like just the mechanics of it, like how, how diversity is a good thing. Like, you know, clearly we're sharing technologies, we're sharing medicines. Mm-hmm. This is benefiting us more than it's hurting us. Yeah, okay. So, I thought that was good. 
Yeah, I thought I thought that was like the best way to handle it. Um, and it and it does show that a lot of times that the people who are like in those leadership positions or they're making the rules, how they themselves don't follow them, and it's really really about something else. You know, it's really about power and money and stuff, but they don't actually follow the things that they espouse. Yeah. Um, you know, we see that all the time in the real world. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty fitting. What about you, man? Exactly. And that's why I, you know, asked you, cause I, I thought that that's what you were, that's what you were kind of bringing up from last week's episode. And I just kind of wanted to bring that home. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. But the other thing too is, um, so the 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 other part is that and why I thought this was such a beautiful episode it was the end of the episode mm-hmm. where Tucker and T'Pol are talking and you know they're basically consoling one another in in in, in many ways and how far they've come and like it was pretty much like a full circle moment where it's like you know as you as we were talking about earlier that it was a flaw in the in the cloning process but that there was still hope for the future that there would be a human that a human could mate with a vulcan and have a child and then it brings me so was it my imagination or like in the beginning like one of the first episodes right to paul wouldn't even shake tucker's hand and then at the end she she actually took his hand oh yeah to hold his hand and to you know um you know as they sat there together consoling one another so i thought that was a really really beautiful poignant moment and kind of you know alluding to amanda grace and ambassador sarah and spock (laughs) but then uh, you know the beautiful moment between them um you know taking each other's hand so i thought that was i thought that was um really well done yeah yeah, I told I I missed that. And then um, that. the other thing too is that so you know how they say so as a history person, right? You know how mm-hmm. I think it was what did Woodrow Wilson call the first iteration, unsuccessful iteration of the United Nations? Was it the Ally, the Allies of Nations? I think it was called the Allies of Nations or something like that right back in the 20s right. something like yeah. that yeah right? I, I know what you're talking isn't it the league of nations league of nations league of thank you yeah and i thought this coalition of planets kind of mirrored yeah. that in a way like if i if i remember my history correctly like there was this force for coalition of at the League of Nations, and it was very loose, right? A loose-based organization. And I thought this episode and, ter- and the last one kind of was that kind of iteration. And then that, mm-hmm. you know, and then there was obviously, a you know, um, 
a, a war. <laughs> and then finally, they came back with the United Nations, which has, you know, stood for so long. And that's, in my mind anyways, I don't know if anybody else is, maybe I'm reading too much into it, like, then the development of the United Federation of Planets, you know, a much stronger entity moving forward. So I thought that was real. Got it. Yeah. For sure. And there's been so many times when they've alluded to what would become the Federation in this series. Yes. Like with the Temporal Cold War, the reason Daniels wasn't uh, intervening from the future Mm -hmm. was because because Captain Archer apparently played some crucial role in the formation yeah, of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why I think, think that's going to be very that's I think that's going to surround the ending of the next episode of the of the last episode. Oh, okay. Cuz I was going to ask, do you think his speech at the end of this episode was the speech that Daniels was trying to preserve? No. That Archer speech? No, no. I think there's going to be another one. Okay. I, I think... So I think in the end of the of the last episode, or the finale, is that we're actually going to see Archer talk about the United Federation of Planets and help establish it. Not okay. this speech, but in the next episode. Sure. Okay. And it's still... I know, I know I've talked about this probably many times, mm-hmm. but it's still a little fuzzy, like, you know, the meeting with the um, the Tellarites and the Andorians that Ar- Archer brokered, you know, it seemed like there was a few things like that, that it was like, was that the beginning of the united federation was this just like one of many of those like smaller ones and they all kind of eventually merge you know uh i don't know there's just been a lot of times when it's been hard to track um what is truly the beginning of the federation but i mean this one feels a little bit more on the nose right uh yeah yeah I I think this is the ge- I think this is the beginning of the one of the iterations, but mm. uh like I said um it, yeah so I think we I, they keep hinting at it and hinting at it and hinting at it hinting at it, but I think it's not until um the last this last episode that we're coming up on, which. I must say again, man, boy, has it been a fun journey these last four seasons um, watching this 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 show. Um, but we'll talk about it more either in the next one or a special season or series finale wrap episode that we'll, you know, or whatever that we do for it. Um, but man, penultimate episode, what a journey. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing that we did not bring up oh. is that in the first mirror episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, 
well, I guess it's the second mirror episode. They were they were in the middle of filming that mirror episode when they all found out that this show is going to be canceled. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. So, so that means that in this episode, they all knew that the show is going to be canceled. Yeah. And I do wonder if Flox um being a, like you know he had he had a scene where he kind of broke down crying so did tucker i've heard in other shows when they talked about like when they're writing the finale mm-hmm. they intentionally put moments in there where the characters break down as a way for them to like deal with yeah the end yeah so that, so that they can like get through the script that makes sense because they're yeah. already like a mess yeah so they're like well it yeah, might as yeah. well be a mess on camera and i kind of wonder not that it wasn't like an authentic thing but like i kind of wonder if maybe that played a part because i think this was the first if they film parts one and two of this terror prime and in demons if they film them together it would have been the first uh on camera moments when they knew the show was canceled mm-hmm, by mm-hmm, mm-hmm so just a thought interesting interesting yeah no i could see that that's an it wow okay so i'm not so okay so i always thought i didn't i didn't realize i didn't know for some reason i always thought that just because they go in a certain order in the series that they don't always shoot them in that order. So I know that's true for I know that's true for movies. Movies are always shot out of order right. because of budgets and locations, availability and stuff like that. But as far as I know, shows are almost always shot in order. Oh, okay. 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 Then yeah. I, I, then I'm wondering if that last scene, that it put even even more an emotion of an emotional, um, like you were saying, twist to it. Yeah, maybe just a theory. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. And did you think so? Going back to it, did you think that Masaro was the one? Okay, who was that guy? Did you know him? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, that was the only one that I was like, oh, that came out of left field. Yeah, I was like, uh, it, it almost felt like they originally intended it to be somebody else. Yes. Like somebody that we did care about. Yes. Like, you know, I don't know who that could be. You know, for me, um, the entire time, I always thought it was Dan. Uh, not, not Daniels, but, um. Um, the uh, Samuels. I know, I know. It's weird. I thought it was Samuels yeah. that was gonna, you know, here he the is minister. Showing, here he's showing to be like the positive one, right? And trying to bring all these people together on the coalition of planets and and pushing for it. And here I thought at the entire time I thought he was gonna be the one that Palpatine. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, 
Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't think of that. That would have been good, actually. Um, but I definitely got the feeling that the way that it was presented and it built up, that maybe initially it was supposed to be this big reveal, but but maybe because the show is getting canceled, they didn't want to send a character off uh, on a bad note oh, like okay, that. Cause... Yeah. Did you think it was going to be like Reed or something? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, he would kind of make the most sense. Yeah. I just don't know who else would be left. That's my. That's why I'm kind of racking my brain. Yeah. Like, who else would there be? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, but then there was that Masaru kid. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this person yeah, on screen. Nope. <clears throat> uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> but, yeah. So, well, of all the Manny yeah. Koto written episodes, where does this rank for you? Or in general? I, I would have to honestly go and look back at... Because I know he's the showrunner this whole season. No, um, I, I thought he was just the writer. I thought that he would have been... Oh, no, you're he, right. He you're was right. the... You're right. you're right. He was... He started as a writer. Right. In the, in the early seasons, and then he was promoted to showrunner. Um, and, and then it was the best season, and then they canceled it. Yeah. So I actually wrote down the episodes. He 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 did fourteen of them. Okay. Similitude. Okay, that was a really good one. Yeah, I love that episode. Yeah, Chosen Realm. Okay. Harbinger. Azadi oh, Prime. Okay. The Council. Okay. Stormfront. United. The Enar. Affliction, Bound, In a Mirror Darkly Part 2, Demons, and Terror Prime. Okay. Some of those are really good episodes. Yeah. All of them are good. Some of them are really good. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I probably... Though I, I don't remember the council. I don't remember the um, <clears throat> Stormfront was this was season or was season four. That was like the the first and second episode of season four, right? That was the Nazi uh, one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wasn't a huge fan of that i thought that was yeah i thought it was fine i just the piecing of it was just weird it was like it felt like it felt like a season 3.5 or yeah. something okay. yeah okay yeah <laughs> okay i because like once that. that concluded they were like okay now season four now now we're gonna do the whole pomp and circumstance of them returning right, from right, the right, incident right, stuff right, it was right, like okay right, right. but I don't know. I'll just say similitude. I thought that one was really good. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Uh, and v- that we know we've been talking about Star Trekiness. I feel like that one was just like yes, yes, screams, yes, screams yes, Trekiness. Yes, yes. yes. So, 
What about you, man? Do you have a favorite? I, I told, I'm with you. I, so I love that one. Similitude. Uh, just because of the decisions, the decision that he had to make, uh, that Archer had to make. And then the Enar was a surprise one for me. Um, mm-hmm. That was a re- yeah. I, I, I remember you, you were like, you liked that one, but, but part of it was, it was a callback to yeah. like Enar that they had introduced in other shows. Yeah. Or, or the other way around. The other shows had Enar because this one. Yes. But like, for me, it was just like, oh, there's like a a, a Denobulan with that doesn't have blue skin. No, 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 okay. Andorian, Andorian. Or, or sorry, yeah. yeah, I meant Andorian. Yeah. yeah, Andorian that doesn't have blue skin. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever, moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I didn't realize but it had. It was also like, a very. It was that Romulan heavy episode, right? Right, Where the, right. Yeah, that was, yeah. Okay. And then with her brother. Ooh, so I I wonder if I should hold off on saying this. For what? About Romulans. Oh, okay. Remind, remind oh, me to say something Romulans about Romulans. in the last episode. No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. But it has it has to do with Romulans. Okay. Um. So, well, it doesn't matter. I don't think. I can okay, remind you so for the next do... time. I can remind you for the next time if you want to hold off. Will you remember? Yeah, because I, I, I won't it, remember. I just wrote it down. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. But uh, unfortunately, All I'm right. not gonna. Yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just prompt you with Romulans. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, was there anything about this one you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I think. Did we? Do you think we covered everything? I I think. Oh, I wanted to ask. Um, the rover that they showed on Mars, yeah, uh-huh. and it had it had Carl Sagan. Yeah, the plaque. As the, uh, the plaque. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of that time period, 2004. When did this air? Uh huh. 2004. Uh huh. What rover? Like, do you think that was was there a rover around that time that 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 was supposed to be like a direct reference to? How long have they been sending these rovers to Mars, no. man? I didn't. I, I didn't realize it was that so. long. My mind, my memory could be playing, I, my memory could be, I could be wrong, but I don't think we, at this time, I don't think we're on Mars yet. I think we're sending, like, satellites and probes, but I don't think we've landed on Mars in 2005 yet. So, but they had the rover next to the plaque. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, 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 I saw it. I saw so, it. So, you think it was just a planned rover? Do you know what I'm saying? Because it was on... Yeah, 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 yeah. It was no, just I... like... Yeah, I think it was just one of those things where it was aspirational that they would leave okay. the rover. Because I really don't think we were there yet. 
in terms of landing on Mars. I could be okay. wrong. Someone from, you know, someone someone tell me if I'm wrong and that like maybe 2004, 2005 we had landed on Mars, but if my memory serves me correctly, I don't think excuse me. I don't think we've gotten there yet. Do, do, okay. do you remember? I I have I have no clue. I have no concept of of time, but to me to me, it doesn't feel like we did at that yeah. point. It seemed like it was around that time we were thinking about it, but... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, so, I, yeah. I really don't remember because a few years prior to this was the... That shuttle accident in 2003. Columbia? Yeah, that one. And so okay. I don't know if our space exploration had gone... I want to say it was more recent that we had actually landed landed on Mars. And obviously okay. not a, you know, not a rover cuz that would have meant humans. Right? Okay. Well, it's robotic though. The robotic like rover thing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like... but okay, so to me, that rover that we saw was more of like the one that landed on the moon. And that you know, oh, Armstrong I see what you're saying. And Buzz like a, it was like a human, pounded around, a human. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I thought it was one of those like remote controlled, like RC cars that oh, okay. drive around yeah, the see, sand. To me, that the rover that and take I pictures was for me. It was more reminiscent of the the human driven one. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's aspirational. That's cool. Do, do you remember that one? I think it was Mars where they like quote-unquote found evidence of life and there's like this huge announcement yeah. that they hyped up and then it was like a little squiggle on a rock yeah like, yeah that's life did they determine if that was life or if that was a, mm-hmm. a, an organism or not yeah that it, that 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 mars previously at one time i don't remember when but yeah it it did and that's what got us all excited and that, okay. that, that, that there was also water on on Mars, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's the other thing I don't understand. Okay, so like in this episode, they show them going by one of the polar caps, and there's ice on it, mm-hmm. and uh, polar ice caps. And in real life, when they do these rovers, they never seem to be in the ice. Yeah. Um. Why don't they send them to the ice? I don't know. I don't know. I've there's so many questions I have. I mean, I'm sure the answers are out there. Yeah. I just need to read. <laughs> but but I mean, if you're gonna look for life, and I know that's not maybe their primary objective. Yeah. But I, you would think it'd be pretty high up there, right? You don't you think they should look in the water of the frozen water? Like, don't you think that's where some bacteria might be? Yeah. I yeah I yeah I. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, the other thing too is like, do we even know that those those temperatures? Because it's possible like it's so cold. Yeah, right, the robot won't last. Even our even you know that our technology would not be able to send yeah. it through. That's probably it. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, my man. Well, is there anything else about this one? Uh... No, I What's your official official rating? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um this is going to this one to me 
is gonna get um this one for me is gonna get four stars. This is a captain's episode. This is this is one of those special episodes that I think that is prop this one and the last one. Yeah. Um were for me two of the best episodes of Star Trek Enterprise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, were there, cool. you know, do I wish that we could have seen more of the Carl Sagan, you know, um, station on Mars? Yeah, of course. But this one to me um, was, this one to me, it, it, it should have got, this one should be the finale. And, 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 I, and I'm with you. It should have been Archer establishing the Federation mm-hmm. of Planets, the United Federation of Planets. Okay. All right. And it's going to be, for me, it's going to be, and I try not to set the bar too high so I don't, so we don't, so I don't disappoint myself if the, if the yeah. last episode turns out to be, meh, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, one thing about people is that we have a way of not approving of the series finales. We do. We do. We do. There's almost never been one that's everyone is universally agreed as. Oh, really? Agree. I mean, think about like Seinfeld, or How I Met Your Mother. I um. Or Sopranos. I I didn't watch any of those shows. You didn't watch Seinfeld? I watched a little bit, but not enough to like... So, people were really up in arms about the last episode of Seinfeld. Well, up in arms maybe a little much, but they were like... That was the worst Seinfeld episode ever. Oh, okay. That was the good... Is that the Good Samaritan one? Is that the one? Yeah. The trial for it? Yeah. Okay, I do remember that when it came out people were like what was that yeah i mean i watched so, a little bit of it but i didn't i wasn't or okay the ultimate one probably game of thrones oh really oh uh, no very very polarizing oh no not even not even oh, polarizing no. uni- universally panned by oh, no. fans <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. I didn't again um boy, I'm didn't watch haven't watched it. So okay, okay. So anyway. Cause like I was I was gonna to say it. like okay, so now we're on that. Like what is some of yeah. your favorite do you have anyone? Are there any ones that stick out to you that were actually good? Okay, so so most fans of How I Met Your Mother hate hated the finale. Okay. And that sh- and that show was special because its entire deal was revealing how Ted met the mom. I mean, it's literally in the title. Sure, sure. And I'm like, that's, isn't the, it? The, okay. The entire show is about wow. that. And so, how long and it did is, that go on, by the way? 
I'm just curious, like, how do you make those um, stories into seven seasons or six seasons or five seasons or whatever? That's amazing, dude. I think I think it was eight or nine. Wow. Or 10 seasons. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a long courtship, or yeah, a lot of stories about how. Well, but but yeah, most people didn't like it. I freaking love it. Okay. I think it's okay. 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 Yeah. That was another one where lots of lots of the characters crying in it because it was such a successful show yeah. and such a long journey and they um it was like an ensemble and yeah um you know they made like they made things happen in the episode that made the characters cry but like i think they really were crying because yeah. it was like this, the end of a chapter for them so yeah. but i thought that one was really good what and about um... anyone any anyone listening to this who's a fan of that show is gonna be like what this guy's crazy but <laughs> i'm telling i'm telling you telling you rewatch it what about friends because i know what did you think of that this series finale i i thought that the twins birth with anna ferris guest starring Mm -hmm. was like a needless distraction from you know they had set up such a long arc with ross and, and rachel, rachel getting together sure which they they succeeded there i like i thought that was done well sure but but the thing had always been very heavy on monica's like desire to get married yeah. have a family mm-hmm. and obviously a lot of people struggle in that journey but the thing is is that in real life Courtney Cox is very pregnant in that last episode. Yeah. Like, she's literally... Like, the actress is very pregnant. She's literally, like, holding things in front of yeah, her, that's why wearing they had to super hide baggy her, clothes. Right? Behind, like, yeah, the baby carriage or, like, the babies themselves yeah. or whatever the case Yeah. Yeah. And it's just weird that they, they made it such that, like, she couldn't get pregnant even though she was super yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Um and and it just and just besides that, like if if it was meant to be about like just the the friends, I just thought like having so much Anna Ferris in the episode. Oh, okay, got it. Every every time I watch it I'm kinda like she's taking screen time this is like precious screen time yeah. away from yeah. You wanted to be strictly the about to see. the friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, not a huge deal. Definitely not like, you know, I don't think that one was like as panned like Seinfeld was. Okay, okay. I actually, I actually don't know what people's opinion was, but I think it was just kind of like, okay, we're done. Okay. So, and I thought The Office was a good one. I thought that was a good finale, even though... Um, you know, Steve Carell hadn't been around for like two or three seasons at that point. Right. He still sh- he showed up in the in the finale, and uh, it was like done beautifully. Okay. The Office was a really good. Okay. One. Okay. Yeah. So. What about you, man? Um. Three of them stick to my mind. Okay. Uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. All good things. That was a beautiful finale. Probably okay. one of the greatest finales 
in my humble opinion. Okay. Uh, Deep Space Nine. Okay. What we leave behind is the okay. is the episode. And, and I'm not, and I'm not, and this isn't to like you know to pander to Star Trek fans or anything. I, this is, this is yeah. And then the West Wing. For me. Okay. Season seven. That was a beautiful send off. With the new administration. Nice. Yeah. All right. I know a lot of West Wing fans will be like, well, you know, after um, Aaron Sorkin left in season, at the end of four you know, at the end of season four and it, it went on a little long and it wasn't the same. I agree with that. It wasn't. Um, but it still had its moments and it still, you know, was still a pretty good show, in my opinion. Uh, and then the finale, yeah. Okay. And and, and speaking about the Friends uh, season, or a series, or one, series finale, one of my favorite mm-hmm. endings is actually... You know that the final pan, right? Yeah. Of the of the apartment, and then they end mm-hmm. at the um. The people at the at the people with the uh, the frame around it. I always thought yeah. that was a really great. Agreed. I always thought that was really good yeah. too. Yeah. I can yeah, get into sure. so I don't know if we've ever talked about this, you know, outside of this, but like I'm always a big fan of of cinematography in telling a story. I love when the cam, you know, yeah, hmm. all that stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think that they, they nailed that part because like immediately after that, or I guess it's right before that Chandler tells like one last joke. Yeah. And it, yeah. And yeah, so they like they nailed the very ending, yeah. and they did the right thing too by not having Phoebe's husband there and not having any other. Yeah, yeah. It was just the six of them and and the babies, but you couldn't even see the babies. Right, so. right, right, right. Anyway, ah, boy, okay, oof. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Please follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. And Threads. We are on Threads. We are number user like 4 million to sign up on Threads. And are we, Uh, uh, and we're off. Yeah, next week. Next week. Okay. And then hopefully back on the week after so um yeah and until next time live long prosper peace and long life see ya